0: Welcome to the Motorsport Coaching Podcast, sponsored by Motivate Training and Management. This is a podcast where we talk to drivers and industry experts to help you maximize your performances on and off the track. Let's get started with today's show. Hello crew and welcome to another episode of the Motorsport Coaching Podcast. Today, I'm joined by Courtney Lurking, the CEO and founder of Career Management, for an insightful discussion on her journey into the world of motorsports. Courtney shares her experience as an apprentice mechanic, her transition into parts and her realization of the gap in the market for effective sponsorship leveraging. Courtney delves it into the services she offers, including content creation, brand identity, social media management, event management, and more, all aimed at helping athletes maximize their sponsorship. The conversation covers tips for beginner athletes in the industry, the importance of investing back into sponsors, and the role of social media in driving organic growth. Courtney's passion for manifesting sponsorships and educating athletes shines through as she offers guidance and expertise. She needs to learn more about her innovative approach and valuable insights she brings to the world of motorsport sponsorship. Hello, Courtney, and welcome to the Motorsport Coaching Podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you for having
1: me. I'm a little nervous, but very excited. <laughs>
0: And we're finally just having a chat and telling the world a little bit more about you. So for those who don't know you, um, who are you?
1: <laughs> I am Courtney looking I'm the CEO and founder of Career Management. We are fairly new in terms of um, business world, but I've been in the automotive slash motorsport world for quite, quite some time now. Since I was about 15, I started as an apprentice mechanic and then I did that for quite a few years. And then unfortunately, due to injury, I had to hang up my tools, and then I moved into um, parts. So I've been around the motorsport world for a very long time. <laughs>
0: yeah, and like, is that from your family, or how did your love um evolve in No, motorsport? actually,
1: so I grew up with very nice cars. I learned to drive in a Porsche. My dad always had very nice cars. So I learned cars at a very young age, but in terms of working on them, my father definitely was not that, that man, um, but I had a lot of friends that worked on cars, and we used to spend, you know, our Saturday nights and Friday nights driving around, like, absolute hooligans um, and working on all the cars. And then one day I was just like, hold on, I can monetize this. I can get paid for this. Um, But then I went and got an apprenticeship and I loved every minute of it. I mean, you know, as much as an apprentice mechanic can. (laughs) Yeah. And then,
0: yes, after your apprenticeship, Jen, tell us about your career.
1: Yeah. So after that, I um, got into parts um, because I was working for a dealership and I had an injury, so I had to get kicked out. And then I did that for a bit and decided this ain't for me. Um, And then I did some other jobs, just worked for a brewery, uh, built train injectors and stuff like that. So I was kind of always around that world. Um, And then probably about two, three years ago, I started working in the events world and started working with an activation company. And that is where it all kind of started because I realised there was a huge gap in the market between car sponsors and actually leveraging the sponsorship. So I went into that for It's probably two years, honestly, probably a bit longer than two years. Um, And then I've recently started my own company with um, content creation and strategy and all of that, because that is the biggest thing that sponsors need is um, that leverage, honestly. (laughs) Yeah, well, let's go a bit more
0: detail into all of those fantastic services that you currently offer. Um, So yeah, you just mentioned um, content creation. Tell us a little bit more about that.
1: Yeah, so I do content creation for OneDriver at the moment, and I've worked with um, some others in the past. Basically, I can come to the track with you and film absolutely everything, or I also offer a strategy session. So kind of going, hey, what do you want to achieve? What are you looking for? How do you want to achieve it? Um, And really educating a lot of the drivers on making sure that you are shouting at your sponsors and working with your sponsors of, hey, like, it doesn't just have to be at the track or, hey, I use this product. This is great, which that's fantastic. Please do that. But also work with them and say, hey, do you want me to film some content, get in the car ready or Using it in my home life or anything like that. So, really working with your sponsors and leveraging them.
0: Beautiful. Um, and then you've also listed that you're doing some brand identity stuff in the social media management side of things. Um, yes. Can you tell us a little bit more about those?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, everyone's on social media. That is absolutely no secret. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's important to kind of have your own voice on social media while you're out there. And like I said before, it doesn't just have to be like, hey, I got. P3, P2, woo. Like it's everything that comes up to that. Everyone wants to see the nitty gritty, what you do outside of racing as well. So show that. And there's a lot of fun ways to do it. You know, you don't have to just sit there and stand in front of the camera. You can be very creative with it. We all love TikTok. We love the gimmicky TikToks that you can make. Um, And not Let's just back up. Not everybody loves TikToks. You know that. I don't like the TikTok things. TikTok (laughs) in itself is like killing my soul at the moment because I'll like push out quality content and then it's like, you know what? Don't like it. Don't don't want to show it to anyone. Um, And I'm going to give you three views. So. Look, we love the creativity that TikTok does, but we don't love the consistency that she um, she pushes out. It's not not the best, um, but it is a lot of fun on TikTok um, and you can also use that content everywhere. So a lot of people are like, oh, I don't have the time, but really you just need to get really good at time management or hiring someone like myself that can help you with that. Because it's a lot, it's a lot, especially when you have to um, run an entire race team and work everything out and work on the car and then also do all your media. It's a lot. <laughs>
0: Right. Yeah. So yeah, I encourage the batching as well, and if not, outsource. Absolutely. The <laughs> and you mentioned you've just come off like doing some activation work, so you do offer and you're coming from that event, so you also do help with event management side of things. Um, what yes, kind of services under that event? That event management.
1: Yeah. So I'm not working a lot in that, but with my background, I can definitely assist. Um, I will probably eventually get into that space, but seeing where the content creation kind of takes me. Um, I basically am just here to kind of help people understand what their sponsors need and how we can leverage it and how you can do it yourself as well. Um, and yeah, working in that event space, like it's about having a table and a gazebo at the event and getting your brand reps to come down and actually talk about the product and have a fun game going on or everything like that. I also work with an incredible activation company that I can work with and kind of suggest working with them as well um they're more boots on the ground I'm one person so I definitely can't do it all but um I work with some amazing people so yes and so you
0: mentioned like do you work with both the sponsors as well as the athletes or both together yes absolutely and
1: I think I think that's the best way to kind of describe what I'm doing as well is I'm the middleman. like I'm working with your sponsors as well as working with the athlete and saying hey we need to get this done this is what they need this is what they want um which just takes a lot of the stress off my drivers because it's a lot, like I've said before, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. a lot of work. Um, and especially when you're racing and doing everything else, yeah, it falls through the cracks a little bit um, and you don't want upset sponsors. You want them to be walking away from the weekend going, wow, thank you. That was unreal. And now we've got six months of content um, from one race.
0: Yeah, and that's right, and that's you know something really big that we're um, so something I'm very big on is that obviously once you engage with that sponsor going forward, like what is your sponsorship strategy after that? So it's one thing to actually 100%. get, the and so inside the winning sponsors course that I've got coming up, and um, we've got a big module about that. So then what happens after? And um, they've Absolutely. actually said, yeah, What is your strategy looking like? And then, yeah, is it a matter of engaging with someone like yourself to actually work through that strategy with them or they can work it out and then they can work with you to actually activate it and put it all together? Because once it comes to gaining sponsorship, it's that, you know, what is the sponsor wanting to get out of that relationship? And it's like, okay, well, then how do you make it happen? So I think exactly yeah. what you're saying at the beginning of the interview is that you identified that gap and that, mm-hmm. that's that gap that you're feeling of, okay, well, now that you've said yes and now that you've the the athlete has said that, yeah, we can have the car there or we can yeah. have you at the racetrack, you actually make all of that process happen.
1: Come Absolutely. Along. And I think it's just you don't want to be a sticker slapper in the industry. You don't want to be that guy that slaps on the sticker and says, shakes the hand and say, thanks heaps because they are not going to want to come back. They didn't have the best experience. Like, it's it's not fun for them. You want them to be included. You want them to walk away and go, wow, like, we wanted a sticker, but we got all of this other stuff that we can use and actually leverage and actually get a return on investment, which is what the sponsor wants. That's the point of it. Um, so, yes, I'm massive on that and just bridging that gap. It's, yeah, it's, yeah.
0: Definitely a requirement. So someone's getting started, I guess, um, within the industry when it comes to social media and brand
1: identity. Do you have any tips about getting started? Absolutely. I feel like definitely take inspiration from people that you look up to. Um, F1, they're a great example of what they're doing at the moment. They really shook up the industry after Drive to Survive and all of the media that's coming out of it. So whether it's them or whether it's an 86 driver or someone, you know, local in Australia, Follow them, see what they're doing, see if you like what they're doing um, and just start. Like, I think we get so many mental blocks about getting in front of a camera and, you know, posting about like people are going to say, oh, what are they doing? Or Oh, that's so cringe. But like, who cares? They're not doing it. Like, it doesn't matter. Once you're big and successful, they're going to be like, oh, my God, can you give me a shout out? Like, yeah, we don't want the haters. Just give it a crack. Um and the beauty of social media if you absolutely hate it is you can delete it and it's not on your page anymore so <laughs> that's right what about
0: i think the biggest um question that i get when it comes to social media is around about those that
1: are introverts and they don't want to so much um be on front of the camera of course of yeah, course i think look it's it's something you've definitely got to work through and i think working with someone like myself is definitely a great option for you because you don't have to show your face and you don't have to be talking you can hire someone like myself for another content creation that we can just follow you around and we can make magic out of you being an introvert. Um, I'm very grateful. I work with some people that are very extroverted. So making them look good is extremely easy. I'm <laughs> going <gonna>, right. like,
0: <laughs> to say a case study, but I know the case study is. But, I'm like
1: <laughs> but we'll give you a shout out, Cody McCarthy you are the GOAT, like easiest person to film. Um, but I've also worked with people that are just like, I don't want to know the cameras there. I Mm -hmm. just want you to like shoot me and capture what I'm doing. And I'm like, absolutely. So I think step one is definitely even just talking to someone like myself and we can come up with a strategy and I can give you a lot of suggestions on what you can do, but just be creative. Just, you know, even if it's about you don't want to talk on a camera like we are now, you can film behind the scenes stuff and then hide in your bedroom and do a voiceover because that's definitely a lot less scary Um, or, you know, tiktok and instagram and stuff they all do love the um the voice you can actually type it and they speak for you yeah. so that's another fantastic option
0: i was about to say, you see my face I've got a lot of i got it all set i'd like to say <laughs> that's the only feature i love about tiktok is that you can do a voiceover so yeah. and now you can do it, now it has that ai feature so i, I that's the yeah. only thing about tiktok that i do enjoy
1: absolutely <laughs> but i think there's so many um even like going into the fashion world there's so many faceless accounts that people don't even show their face and they're making a lot of money from it so just be creative think outside the box and if you can't reach out and we can think outside the box together
0: fantastic now you've also mentioned that you're doing some athlete management stuff is that side of the business taken off yet or is that something that you're looking to add towards the end of the year
1: uh towards the end of the year possibly at the moment my books are very full i think you know elephant in the room the uh, the sponsorship world is a little tough at the moment um budgets are very very tight and a lot of people aren't kind of wanting to work with motorsport at the moment so i'm definitely just focusing on the athletes that i do have um but i think working with yourself and what you're doing i think everyone can do it themselves as well i think it's super important to understand how to do it yourself um and then when you kind of get to the point where you need to reach out definitely do so um but yeah unfortunately my books are closed at the moment (laughs) It's not a thing to have, Hunt. It is a good thing. I know it's fantastic, and I'm so grateful. But um, yeah, I get a lot of people reaching out. I'm like, ah, oh, we can. I can teach you how to do it, but unfortunately, I just don't have the capacity to do it for you right now.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
1: yes. but like you
0: said, there's plenty of learnings around that people can pick it up. And um, exactly. I, no, I think that that's one of the hardest things when people start in motorsports, they don't realise how much stuff there is to do. And when I say stuff, I mean like the social media and getting sponsorship and yeah. you know, build a brand. And, and that's okay if you just want to be a gentleman racer that races like once a week, oh, sorry, once a yeah. month, or yeah. five times a year, but that those who are wanting to actually kind of have some sort of an amateur to professional career, um, there is a lot of like off-track work that kind of goes into that. Oh. Honestly,
1: so much. And I feel like, you know, it's a lot of the work is the off-track stuff, like whether it's preparing the car or preparing your sponsors, most of the work is off-track and you don't get to the track if you don't put in that work off the track. Um, And circling back to kind of, you know, massaging your sponsors post- doing all of this stuff, you've really got to invest back into your sponsors because you don't want to be between every race going scrambling for a sponsor. It's not fun. I've been there. It's stressful as you don't want to be doing that. So if you're actually investing 10, 20% back into your sponsor, whether it's hiring someone like myself or putting a brand activation on for them or whatever it is, um, please do that because then you actually get that long-term relationship that they're going to want to be with you through your entire career and not just a once-off thing.
0: Yeah, and that's obviously, I'm very big in saying motorsport is a business. And, um, you know, one of the first things that we go through when we're starting out with sponsorship is writing out all our expenses. And that's certainly like one of the points that's in there is sponsorship reinvestment. And you know putting that 10 to 20 percent because we know in business we need to um, spend some money to make money. And if we don't have that money to spend on our sponsors to get them, then there's no like... There is a point, but there's no great point that's going to have a long-lasting relationship um, with this sponsor if they're not really getting anything in return. And we know that that return on investment is quite minimal, especially in Australian motorsports. So we have to um, show more fan experiences, more sponsors' experiences to get them on board and like exactly. get, them, get them emotionally attached um, to, exactly. to, the, to the race team, to the the category.
1: Yeah. And I think people need to realize it It takes seven views of something for someone to actually go, oh, I'm going to buy that or I'm going to look into that. So a sticker on a race car, that's one. And if that's all you're doing, people aren't going to come back to you because you're not giving them a return of investment. Whereas if you're posting on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, you've got an A-frame out the, the front, you've got you know them on your race suit, you're talking about them, you're in interviews, that's your seven that the people are gonna go, oh, okay, that I've heard them somewhere. I'm gonna go look into them and I'm actually gonna make a purchase. There's your return of investment. And people don't understand that. And it's very frustrating because it's giving Motorsport a bad name because mm-hmm. we can do so much. And you know, look what look at F1. Look at what they're doing. You yeah. everyone knows every single brand on that because of what they're doing. Um yeah, we need to do better. <laughs>
0: Yes, we do. Uh, Unfortunately, what's happening in the top tier at the moment is not really helping the grassroots. Um, So that is very frustrating at the moment. Um, But Absolutely. again, um, as you will agree with me, like now is the opportune time to start seeking sponsors, especially for the twenty-four, twenty-five year, because um, people, most Australian-based companies, work off our financial year, and they're pretty much starting to pull their budgets together, yeah. um, March and April to get signed off in June to activate come one July. So you know, guys, well, those, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So like, I, would, I was starting to work.
1: Yeah, I was starting to work on um, sponsorships for this year back in September last year. So it's, yeah. you've got to start now and you've got to start proving what you can do for them before, like even um, a great example of what we were doing is we were buying products that we personally use and then shouting them out on the Instagram and doing videos. So then we can actually go to companies and say, look what we've done for other companies. It's about kind of taking that initiative and not just waiting for something to fall in your lap because people don't buy things that they can't kind of see that you've done. You need to go, we can do it. Here's the proof. This is what we do
0: that's right and the sponsors are mm-hmm. after the data and that's pretty much exactly the data of like how many views you've got or likes or followers mm-hmm. and shares that kind of stuff too exactly. um and i know this word that you love is that you're manifesting um the oh, that, you, yes. want to, that yes. you want to work with so i know that you're very big on um you know dreaming up of what, exactly what you want so if you're mm-hmm. wanting to work with um i'm trying to look for something um, but yeah if you're wanting to work with this coffee company um you know having that slight product placement inside your videos and tagging absolutely. them in there, and through those little bits and so manifesting who you want to work with and, and the types of sponsors that you actually want to come on board.
1: absolutely absolutely and it's also you know walking before you run with a sponsor as well like. If you go to a company and say, hey, I've been using your product for the last five years and look, you know, we use it on the racetrack. Look at us. This is what we're doing. They're going to go, oh, sick. Like, thank you so much. That's fantastic. But if you're like cold going into a sponsor going, I would like a million dollars and I'm going to stick a sticker on the side of my car and I actually don't know what your product is. (laughs) It's not it. It's not it. People don't want that. It's, it's icky. It's, we don't want that. So it's, I think, definitely proving your worth before going in is massive. And social media is a great, easy, cheap way to do that as well because everyone can do it.
0: Well, on that note where you just said it's cheap, do you, what are your thoughts around the Facebook ads for, for sponsorship?
1: I think it has its place. I think it needs to be done well, though. I think um, there's a lot of free courses out there. So before just throwing a bunch of money at Facebook and going, let's hope this works. Um, You know, educate yourself or talk to someone that's educated. My biggest thing in my business is I want to be educating people to do it themselves because I don't want to just go pay me X amount of money and I'll do it because I can. I can do that, absolutely. And if you don't have the time, talk to me. I can do that for you. But go and educate yourself. Um, And absolutely, it has its place. But, yeah, just think about it.
0: That's no, no, I I I just use Facebook ads, but you can do Google ads, you can do LinkedIn ads, you can do YouTube ads, and stuff like that. Yeah, like pretty much every social media platform has ads. I just think that personally, um, yes, it's a time and place thing, but you're better
1: off probably investing that money into the current sponsors that you have. Um, absolutely, I couldn't agree more. I think it's one of those things that. Sometimes you do need to pay to play, but also like just making sure your content is good and you will all you know organically grow. I think the organic growth is what you want. Sometimes it does help to pay to play, but you know don't drop ten thousand dollars in ads straight away. If yeah. you know you've got a sponsor on the hook, you can actually go and invest that money elsewhere.
0: Yeah, fantastic! Oh, thanks, Connie, for all that information today. If people wanting to find out Ooh. more about you to follow your journey because you've got like a new Instagram account.
1: She's Um, new. She's new. It's like I'm a social media manager and I have like 200 followers, but like she's new, so like just let me grow, guys.
0: (laughs) Oh no, no, I think it's beautiful. I like it. Um, Yes. How can people follow you? Of course, like the links will be in the show notes.
1: Thank you. So it's Carrera underscore Management on Instagram and Courtney at Carrera dot Management for my email. So yes, I'm super excited to hopefully talk to a few of you and um help you guide you on this uh, wonderful world of motorsport. The uh, the heartbreaker that motorsport is, honestly.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, definitely filling in a gap that a lot of athletes um, can benefit from. So don't hesitate to uh, connect with Courtney. And as she said, even if it's just for a strategy session, um, maybe an audit over their account, um, absolutely, some guidance about how to improve and how you guys can get some more eyes onto your socials as well. Um, Make sure you reach out to Courtney. And yeah, of course, if you need any assistance, she'll be more than happy to help. And say of course you heard about her from us at the motorsport coaching podcast that
1: would be fantastic absolutely thank you so much for your time and uh, for listening everyone and i'm excited to yeah speak to a few of you all right thanks cody for your time see ya thank you bye